All right, welcome back to the ninth episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor with your host, Bennett Leon, and of course, Ashley Downey. Hello, hello. All right, and today we have a special guest, uh, Meg Thomas. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, So today we're going to talk about a very, very interesting topic, uh, and we're talking at a meta kind of scale here. Um, And of course, what I'm talking about is China. Uh, the up-and-coming superpower, uh, the country that has taken uh, the most people out of poverty, uh, I think, in history at such a like fast rate. Um, so they're definitely a force to be reckoned with, uh, as we have seen and as they owe our debt. Uh, we owe um, our debt to them, <laughs> among other things, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about other things that they're leading us in, but... Uh, they are definitely a force to be reckoned with, and uh, that's what this episode is going to all be about, and uh, the topics that relate to China. So let's go ahead and start off with the social credit system. All right, guys. So after, after uh, like uh, doing your homework and shit, like <laughs> how fucked up did you think this was? Like obviously, like Mag, like what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so just to give a little background about myself, I have been studying Chinese language and culture for 12 years, and I have a degree in Chinese language and culture and also international business, so I'm not just, you know, (laughs) some other person looking from the outside giving an opinion. I have a more of a keen, in-depth opinion on um, what I think about this. Um, I think it's an interesting one, but, you know, it's already kind of already existed within the app for WeChat. Uh, if you're familiar with that, for mm-hmm. years, they've already been tracking the Chinese people. So I feel like them implementing, you know, a spoken now credit system is just kind of a cherry on top of that whole Sunday. They've been doing this forever. They're going to continue to do it. And the people are responding to it as in, like, they accept it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Meg, but this is... is- this is the first time, well, I suppose they they kind of get punished mm-hmm. for things that they do anyways. But this is the first time that it, your score kind of um, can determine your class mm-hmm. in society or can determine um, like uh, schools that you get into or mm-hmm. jobs that you can apply for or get accepted to. Is that oh yeah absolutely i think that they've had this so i know that they've been wanting to implement it this year but it's been trialed in other places since 2016 and i think again with that before that they you know have always been spying on the chinese people since they've put social media out there and technology i mean the government has had hands on with the chinese people and now they're able to implement and put in you know reinforcers to the tracking devices they've already planted in people it's so interesting yeah i was (laughs) i was reading this article and it was basically saying that like well and honestly i'm the kind of person that doesn't really believe any everything when Mm -hmm. i first read it you know i have to look into it so the article was talking about different um penalties Mm -hmm. depending on if you have what your score was and one of them um alluded to you people not 
um, getting into universities that they apply for based off their parents' score. And they actually brought up a specific case this past July. And so I, I looked into it and that it was actually like the, there was tons of news articles about it. I mean, it's just so interesting to me here. We're mm-hmm. fighting to have equal access to education and there you're penalized and not able to go to good schools if right. you don't have a high social score. I think that's really interesting because, you know, in a Western society, we're very individualistic. Whereas more of a Eastern society, they are collectivist. So your own legacy is very well dependent on what your parents' legacy is, what your grandparents' legacy is, if you have siblings, their legacy. So it would be unheard of in our Western world for there to be consequences for, say, what your sibling did, how their credit score was. But in China... Everyone's dependent on each other when it comes to a family. Oh, interesting. So, although it makes, it sounds crazy to us, you know, why be punished for other people's wrongdoings? To them, it's just how society works. I, I feel like I kind of like picture like uh, an ant farm. I mm. feel like that's what I, I kinda, <laughs> that's what I picture when I see this, like a collective mass, like mm. working together. But I mean, like, that's how shit gets done at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. even though, like, we talk shit about them for being a communist country and for, like, doing all these bad things to people, like, they're still, like I said, like, all those things I said in the very beginning are still true. Like, mm-hmm. there's still an upcoming superpower. They're still rich as fuck. We still owe them lots of money. <laughs> Uh, have, something's working right yeah they're like they're fucking with our infrastructure now with like the um with like belt and road initiative and like ai and other mm-hmm. shit and like cryptocurrency like they're getting shit done even though they're uh we might talk shit about them all day and night uh for being communist or whatnot uh they the point at the end of the day is that they're getting shit done and we need to see how and why they're doing it um even though um, we might not agree with the form that they do, as long mm-hmm. as their people, I guess, are okay with it, then, uh, I mean, I, can't, I don't see any reason why not, as long as their people are okay with it. I think that our people are very, you know, as a Western society, are very, very focused on independence and what yeah. that means to us. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, being able to view it from a different standpoint, like an Eastern standpoint, that's not so much of, yes, of course, independence is extremely important, that that's paramount to, to everyone's, you know, well-being, but the good of the family comes first before, like, the good of the person. So I think it's just a different viewpoint. It's so interesting that, that you say that because it almost... Um, a lot of people say that Americans are selfish or greedy or they have, you know, these characteristics that we would we would um, internalize as being negative. Mm-hmm. But if, if you think about, you know, kind of our first reaction to this whole social credit system is like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Like, this is absolutely <laughs> ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I really like that you brought that up. They're just completely, their way of, of living is just completely different than ours or their mm-hmm. mindset in, in, in their everyday lives is, are different. I feel like it's also because they've never tasted it, you know, like mm-hmm. most people, like they've, 
uh, already yeah. been under their rule for like decades and decades and like those generations are like dying off where they didn't experience that or I they might be dead I don't know already probably um, where they experience those kind of freedoms in China uh, in mainland China at least um, so uh, I don't know yeah I think it's uh, hard I, to... although fundamentally I think that every human deserves like uh, fundamental mm-hmm. rights so like Free, uh, free like speech, uh, mm-hmm. religion, uh, all that, expression. All that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean, if like I said before, as long as they're okay with it, then I'm okay with it. You know. I think it's hard to judge whether or not we think that they're upset with this because there would be a revolution if they were. Who's to say that our society is? you know happier than theirs do you know what i'm saying because we're basing, or like the right way right yeah. exactly we're basing our our judgment of this based off a western standpoint and to us oh my gosh that's ludicrous how how could anyone accept being you know having big brother in the sky watching you all the time but to them maybe it's a different standpoint where now they feel more secure i mean i'm not saying that's for certain but I have no idea how the individual feels about this in China. And maybe that could be like, they could look at it from a a positive light. You know, people that were doing wrong before are now getting punished for their actions. Sure. I mean, I I definitely can see that. But on the flip side, I just can't see um, the benefits of... Um, your your uh, your your lifestyle being dependent upon mm-hmm. a score. I mean, I do kind of see why they did it. Maybe because mm-hmm. I was reading up on it, like you know, um, your score can go down for smoking in non-smoking areas, okay. um, littering, mm-hmm. and it, if if you think about it, those are all things like. I absolutely hate it when I see people throw trash out their window. I want them to be penalized. Absolutely. <laughs> so maybe we should uh, also mention that, like, I know we've been mentioning, like, a score, but we haven't necessarily, like, actually explained uh, what a social credit system is uh, and how it's designed in China. I mean, we should uh, maybe oh, sure. elaborate <laughs> that a little bit um, for the audience. So um, I believe uh, from what I understand about it is that the China gives you, like, a thousand points you, everyone starts off with a thousand points and then it all goes uh, from there. So whatever you do from there, your actions, uh, either good or bad, uh, stay at a thousand. Are you, I mean, oh, can you go up past a thousand? Like if, they, if you start at a thousand and you only do good, do you just stay at a thousand? I'm not sure. I think um, so. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I could see, yeah, maybe not. I'm not sure. Maybe you just, you know, it's like a, it's like an A in school. Can it's you, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's can you like, get more than a hundred percent? Yeah, I guess it's like a fucking 720 credit score or something like that. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, that's almost how I was reading about it. It seemed it was comparable to a credit score. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't pay your bills on time, then your credit score goes down. Or if you, you know, pay a little bit extra on your credit card, then your score will go up. Is If you do, if your score goes down, how easy is it to get your score back up, though? And then those, the social there are different score. classes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with, uh, they're like different levels of that score. And then each level has like different like incentives or like there's like pros and cons to each uh, level of that. Um, but what I find interesting uh, about it is that from what I understand about it is that like it's actually working. <laughs> 
Hmm. The people actually like it. Oh, I could yeah, I could see that. Um, it there's a lot of you know when you have such a large population such as China, there's a lot of disorder. I recall times sure. in China where every single street corner had police officers directing traffic because people don't abide by any rules when driving, and it becomes chaotic. So I think. Once you are able to put and implement these types of rules that people become afraid of, that actually affect their lives,、mm. you'll see a change. They're more conscious of their everyday actions. And then,、mm-hmm. absolutely. So, how they actually collect this information is like through various methods, right? So it's like your online,、mm-hmm. like your virtual persona. Right,、um, mm-hmm. and then like your virtual trail, like your aka like your、uh, your finances, like stuff like that.、Um, and then there's also people that live within your community.、Um, in- they're called information collectors, and they're hired by the Chinese、mm-hmm. state.、Um, and these information collectors, for example, this like old retired lady that was living in some like. Rural community,、uh, and this woman's job was to walk around in a, of her community of about three thousand people, and with like a little journal, just write down what she sees, like good things, bad things. She just like writes down a bunch of stuff about like this girl. It was so funny to like watch this old lady just like、uh, like open doors like randomly, like poke her head in, like totally like invading <laughs> these people's privacy, but like. That's what this is, right? Like this is a, a massive invasion of privacy, which is like、right. uh, like uh, raising the red flags for us. But I mean, that's literally what they're doing. Like that's their purpose there. So、uh, as long as they feel like they're benefiting from that,、uh, just like how we gave up our rights、uh, with the、uh, the Patriot Act、uh, passed under Bush,、mm-hmm. uh, it's the same kind of concept. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I was gonna say that's an interesting、uh, comparison. <laughs> I mean, it is.、I、we gave up our that... liberties.、Uh, we gave up our our privacy, our liberties, and、uh, for like the gain of like trying to suppress、uh, any kind of domestic terrorism that would、yeah. uh, mm-hmm. or or foreign. So like we let them tap our phones. We gave them the power to like do all、mm-hmm. this crazy shit and invade our privacy.、Um, And they, the NSA is like the biggest like U.S. like、uh, agency. I don't know if any other audience knew that, but it's the largest uh, um, federal agency by far.、Um, and that's that should be scary because like、uh, they have tons, tons.、Uh, I'm talking terabytes upon terabytes of、uh, um, data on us. Mm-hmm. I would believe it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it all boils down to: Do you believe that it's for the greater good? Yeah, yeah. Does this form of control over the population does it cause more of a utopian society, or does it cause people distress? I mean, there's pros and cons, you know. Absolutely,、like、I think it movies, really like it's literally just like the movies. Like, what if we were just like that、mm-hmm. utopian, like? Or like that one movie I totally forgot. It's like 1984. Yeah, George Orwell. Yeah, Big Brother.、Um, yeah, it's absolutely Big Brother. I mean, China has always been as a well, they claim to be. They do never claim themselves to be a communist country. They claim they are working towards communism. As a working towards communist country, I think that this was just the next step in their whole ideology. I mean, having complete control of their population. 
and it doesn't surprise me that they do this, but I think it's surprising how little, um, you know, how little people are speaking out against it because, oh my gosh, can you imagine if this was implemented in the U.S.? We'd have everyone in the streets with their guns blazing in the air. (laughs) There's absolutely no way this would happen here. No way. Yeah. Uh, is it for the greater good is the question. It is. And and I feel like, uh, uh, I mean, I feel like I've definitely expressed my opinion towards it where like I, I, I accept it as long as they accept it, as long as the people mm-hmm. are, are happy. But but Absolutely. that also like the exception comes in and this brings in like the, the talk about Hong Kong. Hong Kong is a part of China. So mm-hmm. like and but they don't want it. And they're being loud about it. Right. Yes. Very loud. 